Uh, as Mr. Booker said, I grew up uh, in northern Saskatchewan, Hudson Bay, actually. And uh, I grew up in an unchurched home and lived, in a, lived a very uh, wicked lifestyle. But I've learned, uh, I give my uh, testimony quite a few times when I first got saved. And I think sometimes, I guess, we glory a little bit too much in our sins and not enough in what the Lord's done for us. So I'm not going not gonna to really share much from, from my growing up. But uh, I'm, when I graduated high school, I was all over the place. I was out in Alberta and, and whatnot and uh, worked in the oil patch. And, and I basically lived for myself and did, did whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. And, and I played a lot of sports. And uh, I, I never, ever donned the doors of a church. But pretty much at the lowest point of my life, I... Uh, I didn't even know if I wanted to live anymore and stuff like that, but uh, I met a girl, and there was something just totally different about her. I, I, I just really, really liked being around her. I, I didn't even, it was, it was weird, actually. I didn't even necessarily immediately want to date her. We were just really, really good friends, and uh, she, she was just a really good person to be around. And I asked her to, to go out with me a few times after about two months, and she said no. She was going to university, so she said no. She, she didn't want a boyfriend, so... I was a little devastated, and uh, right before she left, I asked her again, and the charm still wasn't working, and she said no, so <laughs> I, uh, I proceeded. I was working at a local welding shop then, and uh, I drove four and a half hours almost every weekend to go see her and just hang out and stuff, and uh, I knew that she was a Christian, and I used to, like, it's, it's terrible for me to say now, I, I have a tough time even saying it, but sometimes I'd challenge her, I'd even challenge her father, I was just, I was bold that way, stupidly. And uh, I remember one time riding around with her father in the tractor, and I said, how, how, do you, how can you say that your God is an all-loving God? When there's little kids in Africa, I see the commercials, they're starving and they're, you know, they're rotting away. And, and he, he really, sometimes I think I was so bold that he never really could even give me an answer. And I almost felt justified. And it was, and uh, I'd say to Lana, you know, I, I think I, I read the Bible, like a few pages of it, and it just seems like a bunch of men writing a book. I said, I don't see what you guys get out of it. And she invited me to church a few times, and uh, I, I sat there, and I was so frustrated, just irritated. Didn't know what they were talking about. They were saying, flip here, flip here, flip here, flip here, and I think I had the hymn book. And, uh, <clears throat> and I, I didn't know anything, you know. And So anyways, I, uh, later, a couple years later, I was trucking, and uh, I, I really had cleaned up my life. I was, I was you know, in my mind, I was, I was doing way better than I ever thought I would in life. I was making a lot of money had a beautiful girlfriend, and, and really I wasn't partying as much as I used to, and, and I really thought I was quite, quite a good person. I was more of a like, family guy and stuff with my brother, and, and uh, then I, my father-in-law invited us out to his, his house, and uh, he invited the pastor there, uh, Mr. Curtis Kent, and uh, we were sitting around, and, and Curtis is very bold, and he, he, he played us a, a CD, and it's called uh, Desert Storm. And uh, it's about a man named Born Again Bob in Afghanistan in the Army. And if you guys have never heard it, I'd, I'd really uh, encourage you to write that down. It's a really amazing th- story. And, and he, he basically, this man kept his testimony through and through. Just, it's, just, it was, it's an amazing story. And uh, after it was all done, there were, uh, me and the other two guys that were dating Rodney's daughters were sitting there. And there was a real awkward silence, and I don't really like that. So I said, uh, how can... How can the Bible, I don't even know how I knew this actually, I said, how can the Bible say that the earth is only 6,000 years old and evolution says it's 46 billion or whatever? And uh, Curtis said, you know, no one, I, I, could, I could try to answer you, but he said, I actually just got these videotapes in and, and, uh, and he said, I think they'd really, really help you. Would you be willing to, 
to watch them. And I said, sure, and I, I really didn't plan on it. And I was actually hauling oil at the time, and anybody who hauls fluid knows that when you're, when you're pumping on the load, it takes sometimes 45 minutes to an hour uh, to load the load, and, and really you just got to sit there and watch your mirror and make sure that there's not thousands of dollars worth of oil going on the ground. And uh, I, my mom had bought me a DVD player for Christmas, and uh, I was sitting there eating my lunch, and I'd thrown them in my lunch kit for whatever reason, and I plopped the first video in, and he was speaking on, you know, creation and, and in evolution, and, and I just, as I watched, I thought about how stupid is evolution, you know, and I never ever considered myself an evolutionist, but at the end he gave a, he gave an invitation, and I never, I never, never bothered, and the next day I watched them again, and I watched the second one, and he gave an invitation, and I, I really was, I really had trouble, you know, I knew that I should, and then by the third video, I just, I just broke down right in the semi, right, right in the truck, right at the steering wheel, and just, I gave my life to the Lord, and the night before, I was listening to Howard Stern and ACDC and all the roughest stuff you can possibly listen to on the radio. And I, from then on, Curtis had gave me a Bible. I figured I better read that thing as fast as I could. I read it from cover to cover in and, and the New Testament, Gideon New Testament, and, and just watched those videos. There were 17 hours of these videos. If you guys have heard of Canto, and I watched them in four days while I was trucking. And uh, just my life's never been the same since, and it shouldn't be, you know, because he's, he's unbelievably good to us gracious and loving and, and he's been so good to me and my wife and uh, Curtis had mentioned multiple times about the Bible school here and actually the first time I ever came to New Brunswick was for this rally and uh, changed my life I sat in on uh, Mr. Hogue's class a Habakkuk class and sat in on Mr. Doherty's class and just really everybody here was just such a blessing to me and I there's a there's a Bible school an hour and a half away from where I live and we're 46 hours from home and this place just really really spoke to my heart, and I, I, you know, I haven't regretted one minute since coming here, and I'm really thankful to sit under the Word of God, and just to be able to work with the local church, uh, Mike Grant's here, Jackson Town Baptist, and just very thankful, they're so good to me, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing that, that God would, would use somebody like me, or any of us, really, you know, I know there's not 250 pastors here, there's, there's people working in, in shops, and trucking, and, and, uh, just, uh, like to share one more thing, I guess. I've, you know, it's kind of a neat thing. My wife and I are expecting a baby in April, so that's that's an answer to prayer too. So we're really thankful for that. But just the just the different opportunities and the the things you guys come across in life. Never ever 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 think a fellow employee or anybody's too hard to come to Christ because because I'm a living example of that. And just don't be afraid to witness. And don't just think that if you live a real nice, clean, healthy life in front of them, they're gonna you know, you gotta you gotta share the name of Jesus. You gotta really be a witness for Christ, and uh, just encourage you to do that. And and actually, second year course in, in Ephesians, and I'd read Ephesians quite a few times prior to uh, coming here, even. And I read it. This Mr. Doherty asked us to read it twice, first and then twice again after in February. But a verse that really spoke to me, and I really wanted to share this with you guys today because I know there's a lot of working class people here. Uh, just. If you want to write it down, it's Ephesians 6.19, and uh, it's really helped me uh, where I work. It says, And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Being a Christian is one thing, but sharing Christ is another. And, and, and I just encourage you guys to just really go home and, and share Christ with, with your fellow employees, with your friends, family, and, and, and pray for them and see what the Lord can do. I just thank you guys very much for the opportunity to, to share with you today.